Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in. You are listening to Tea and Tights, a Brit Rest podcast brought to you by Kuru Media and my big fat geek life. I am the great British Otaku, Mr. Andrew Moore. I am joined today, as always, by the great geek chief of my big fat geek life, Stephen Salden. How are we doing? I'm not bad. Yourself? I am very well today. And we are also here with the man that loves a good wrestling tea. His name is Daniel Allen. Good evening. How are you today? I am good. And today's wrestling tea that I am wearing is... Empty. <laughs> Just a plain white T-shirt. How boring. Oh, it's vacant. <laughs> Greatest good. champion of all time. <laughs> vacant. I, if I had a band, I was always going to call it TBC, because whenever you see it on posters... <laughs> the name was everywhere. Uh, as I say, this is a Brit Rep a Brit Rest podcast and we do our best to round up all the British wrestling scene news as well as give you our recap and review of NXT UK. Normally we would do a little news followed by the NXT UK roundup and then a little bit more news. However, this week there wasn't a great deal about uh, good news, to be honest. Uh, so... Because NXT UK was so good, mm-hmm. we're just going to run through the news and we're going to end on today with NXT UK because we want to end the show on a high as always. So we'll get through some of the, we'll get through some good news. We'll talk about some bad news, and then of course we'll talk about NXT UK. How does that sound, guys? Sounds great. Sounds perfectly good to me. Super duper. Okay, uh, well, I'm going to start with some good news. Uh, it's actually about myself. I have signed for a wrestling company. Well, not a wrestling company. <laughs> I have uh, I have joined Bodyslam.net as a contributor, uh, so writing some articles for them. And whoop, whoop. It's it's awesome. So thank you very much, Bodyslam.net. Uh, thanks for the opportunity. Uh, so far, it's been absolutely brilliant, and I've really enjoyed myself writing the articles and chatting in the uh, group well done uh, so. yeah it's great to have you um on there and if you have a look at their website it is absolutely brilliant really easy to go through good selection of podcasts i mean obviously now they they might be interested in having the number one british wrestling <laughs> podcast that there is um but i've listened before to the push podcasts and that's always good fun well there you go uh, so, uh, well, I'm going to start with uh, a story slightly regarding the speaking out movement, and that is IWL uh, have backtracked on their previous statement regarding Will Ospreay. So, for the last three weeks, obviously, typically when I spoke of Will Ospreay, I usually followed up with fuckboy. So, I would like to apologize for that. <laughs> uh, uh, so, obviously, IWL have made it clear that Will Ospreay did not contact them over any uh, booking of Pollyanna and that uh, when they were contacted about Pollyanna on their show, it was the venue and not Will Ospreay. Uh, so there is a great article on Bodyslam.net uh, by Fazzle Thoughts. I would definitely 
recommend checking that out for more details on that. Speaking of Will Ospreay, he turned hill in an incredible shocking night at night 17 of the New Japan Climax. Will Ospreay would betray his mentor, his big brother, the man that brought him to Japan, the man that brought him to the chaos stable, Kazucha Okada. And that was with the help of the great Okan, who many will know uh, had a nice excursion here on the UK Isles, uh, including Rev Pro Wrestling. And yeah, that was a shocking moment. Uh, Will Ospreay had a fantastic uh, G1 Climax overall as a fully established heavyweight now. Uh, he's, he went on to score 12 points. That actually put him joint second of his group uh, block. Uh, Ibushi would go on to win block A. Uh, Tex Sabres Jr. also had a fantastic outing, and he was in block B. He hasn't advanced either. Block B's winner was Sonada. Uh, sorry if you hear me sniveling a little bit. I do think I am coming down with just something. <clears throat> so you'll have to bear with me a little bit. Don't worry. It is just normal cold. Okay, let's, not, let, let's, not start any, let's not start any of the FO. Uh, on some wrestling news, Wrestle Carnival, we've mentioned them a few times. They have teamed up with Wrestling Travel. Uh, now, Wrestling Travel are a premium provider of travel for the wrestling fans. So they I've can often seen their ads on Facebook. Mm. And I have a friend um, that went with them to WrestleMania. Um, obviously, not the current WrestleMania because that one was slightly different. Um, but yeah. he went to the one before. Um, they went along, it was very well organized. They had um, good hotels. And he was absolutely over the moon. They went to the Hall of Fame. Um, they went to the Raw and the SmackDown afterwards as well. Um, it wasn't a cheap trip, but it was an absolute lifetime ambition trip for him. And he said that it was just amazing. And he's desperate to do it again. No, I mean, I looked at their Wrestle Kingdom deal a couple of years ago. And obviously it is in my wish packet, my dream at the moment to eventually go on their Wrestle Kingdom package, go to, cause I'd love to go to Japan. I've always wanted to go to Japan and uh, to see Re Wrestle Kingdom in uh, Tokyo. So that would be amazing. And yeah, they do all around the world. Uh, so providing tickets, hotels and the travel, you know, it's a one-stop shop place. Uh, and they will be selling the tickets for Wrestle Carnival. Uh, and I know you're a big fan of the uh, tees. Uh, so I would check out Gaijin Worldwide, where actually one of the, I think, did the Wrestle Carnival, the yellow t shirt that you like so much, Daniel. That's a great looking t shirt. Yeah. Uh, so Gaijin Worldwide, they do some fantastic designs. Uh, I've hopefully got one coming in for my birthday. Ooh. Hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> anyway, uh, WWE have signed Benjamin Carter, uh, British been. wrestler Benjamin Carter. He was actually trained by Seth Rollins. Uh, he's been out in the States for the last three years on the independent scene. Uh, he was last seen in AEW. Uh, he I was going to say, is he the guy that showed up on AEW and then... Um... Yeah, Miro 
yes. uh, he commented, didn't he? Yeah. Yes, he has joined, sorry. <laughs> he has joined the dark side, apparently, according to uh, Mirosa. He's let this slip in a Twitter, uh, sorry, Twitch. <laughs> and yeah, he's a fantastic uh, guy. If you've seen him in AEW Dark, he had two brilliant matches. I'm sure AEW tried to do everything they can to sign him. Uh, but, you know, in just in this last year, he uh, wrestled for AAW Pro. Warrior Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, AEW, and also GCW. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, WWE were backstage at GCW, actually, uh, for Bloodsport, uh, where they spoke to David Boy Smith Jr. They did indeed. Yep. Um, hopefully, um, rumour has that this is going to be for filming of a new documentary of some type for the network based on his father um british bulldog who passed away age 39 i believe um and his events have gone into the hall of fame this year i'm not sure what's happening with the hall of fame this year because they seem to have sort of like just said these people are now in the hall of fame i'm not sure exactly what they're going to be doing Mm. i've not heard nothing no that's real nice. No, uh, I actually just want to mention quickly uh, with the Will Ospreay turn in Hill, you can check out an article I did for Bodyslam.net. <laughs> plug, uh, this plug. is what it's going to be like, isn't it? Plug, yes, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, on to, we're going to get on to some of the bad news now. So, Fighting Spirit Wrestling Academy, uh, based in Liverpool. I've had to temporarily close their doors once again. Uh, they literally just opened back up in June and they've had to close down. Obviously, this is due to Liverpool being in a tier three uh, COVID situation. So they've had to, uh, yeah, they've had to temporarily close until things uh, pick up. Uh, little tidbit. Uh, Fighting Spirit Academy. Uh, the head trainers there are Zach Gibson and uh, James Drake. So Liverpool's number one. Liverpool's number one. Can't forget that Zach Gibson. Uh, big fans of Zach Gibson's here. We even take our shoes off for him. Uh, and yeah, if you're going to learn from somebody, Zach Gibson's the person you want to go learn wrestling from. So. Yeah. If, if and when they, um, well, sorry, they will be opening back up. And when they do, get on down there and uh, go learn for some of the best. Go learn yeah. from England. Liverpool's number one. England's number one. World number one. Mm. <laughs> to be world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one of the best promos in the business, definitely. Uh, another company, uh, Training Academy, has had to close down, and this is WXW in Germany. Uh, they have a training academy in Essen, uh, and unfortunately, they've had to uh, temporarily close as well. Uh, so uh, they're only going to be closed for the next two weeks. Now, again, it's due to a rise in COVID in the... Uh, the rural area uh, uh speaking on wxw we'd like to pass our wishes on to the family of carsten beck who passed away uh from brain cancer at the age of 34 
Uh, he was uh, the king. The king. He was the king of catch over in WXW. The coinig the catcher. Uh, he was a unified world wrestling champion, a world triangle league winner, and the director of sports, our college. He was he was a fantastic wrestler as well. And, uh, you know, our heart goes out to uh, his family. Uh, TNT Extreme Wrestling will not be going ahead with the recordings we talked about last week. Again, company based in Liverpool, tier three lockdown. Uh, this also affected Future Shock Wrestling, who we have talked about for the last three weeks, as the show that they were due to have yesterday also had to be uh, postponed. So I feel so sorry for them. I really do. I do hope they get to film soon. Yeah. Uh, at the moment, they're just stating that they'll be back next year. Uh, and I think that's going to be the case with a lot of lot of the British companies. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, oh, actually, speaking of a British company, I spoke to you about this one, Salden. Uh, Titleship Championship Wrestling in Leeds. Uh, we spoke about the fact that they were having a show in the Leeds Museum. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This was Saturday the 27th of March. So next year, they're still hoping to go ahead. Uh, They've got a huge man, huge six man tag team match and a six person ladder match due for that uh, March 27th. 5 p.m. Obviously, reduced capacity, COVID restrictions, book in advance. But this is March next year. So fingers crossed things might pick up a little bit. We hope. We hope. If it does. We've all got to get out there. If you really love this sport, I say sport, you know what I mean. Yes. Entertainment. It is a sport. It's a sport. Entertainment. Sport. <laughs> we won't get into that. Yeah. <laughs> if you really support this, love this sport, get out there and support your local uh, wrestling companies. They're going to need it. They yes, really they are. are. You know, be it buying a t shirt or a ticket or, or both. Or and both. Yeah. Uh, and you'll, I'm sure you'll have a bloody good time whilst doing it. Um, exactly Uh, you can also check out my article on the uh, German uh, WXW and fighting spirit on bodyslam.net and one final last piece of uh, news Uh, unfortunately British wrestling star uh, co-owner of Lucha Forever uh, passed away this week Uh, fantastic guy Uh, I watched so many i've seen so many clips recently on twitter obviously a lot of well wishes to him he uh he's i'm just gonna say he's passed away and it's it's, it's, it's an unfortunate situation and it's unfortunate for his family and all of his friends and there have been so many well wishes from guys on twitter from all over the uh independent wrestling scene who have just uh Called out wishes for him. Uh, in fact, Will Ospreay uh, paid tribute to him in his match with Akada by doing his signature flip over the turnbuckle, turnbuckle, which is one of uh, what Ryan Smiles' biggest move was to uh, yeah do the run, jump, and leap over the turnbuckles onto uh, the people on the outside. So Will Ospreay, I like Sa Rios, yeah, kind of like, yeah, so. Yeah. 
he paid tribute to him uh, for his last match. So again, we just send well wishes to family and friends. And see, I, I told you this week was not a good week of news. So, uh, so let's get on to something good. And that was NXT UK, uh, which was more than good. It was friggin' excellent. Yes, it was amazing. Mm. Uh, so definitely. Definitely well worth uh, checking out. Uh, on body.slam.net, there is a guy called Dean Riley who does all the NXT UK reviews. Uh, he does a great job. I would definitely check out his articles. So that's uh, uh, Dean Riley, and uh, he'll he drops out a new article every week after NXT UK. In fact, I'm using it as my cheat sheet this week, so I didn't have to make notes myself. <laughs> <laughs> Lazy, <laughs> lazy. <laughs> no, well, he did oh, such a good job. Why do you know? I just thought I might as well use his article. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I tell you what, uh, it, it'd be great to actually at some point maybe even get him on the show. So uh, that is yeah. always out to him. So NXT UK, uh, I said it's freaking excellent. Who do you, do you want? I don't even know where to start. The end was. I thought everything. The end was it. Uh, they could have done without the Piper. Piper match versus Isla Dawn bored the hell out of me. She needs to just. She could have just. um, uh, Honestly, they're both better than they were. There was a few botches in it. It didn't look too great. It wasn't flowing well. And if anything, Piper should have just like dominated her. She's so much better than her. You know. Squash match, get it done, move on. Um, but I, it hasn't done anything for either of them. I don't think it's not put either of them up there. No, better than the uh, other. Well, we'll, we'll discuss it when we get to. Well, that's yeah, we'll get there. Exactly, <laughs> because it was there was literally no messing around this week. They jumped straight into the Heritage Cup match uh, between David Mastiff and Joseph Connors. Uh, Right, uh, do you want to start giving all your thoughts on that one? I just need to go and grab a drink. <laughs> I've got to say, I had a little bit of beard envy of Dave Mastiff when he came out. But do you know what? That is my first bit. Bomber's beard is glorious. We know what he's been doing in lockdown. He's, oh, that was something to behold, that beard. Yes, yes. And yeah. he did get pulled on by Joseph Connors at one point. I did hear the referee, stop pulling his beard. <laughs> I tell you what impressed me though. Go on. Mastiff doing his drop kick. He got height. He did. I was I was shocked. Oh. <laughs> that man. He's a um, agile. Joseph Connor's ring gear. Um when he came out, the black and gold, it was I, I know when you read some of the wrestling biographies they joke about um different ring gears and things, but he looked brilliant. He looked a million dollars coming out like that. It's a shame he wasn't didn't look a million dollars at the end of it, especially since he was my <laughs> pick to win this thing. But, you know. Well, uh, when we get to it, I reckon I've got an idea of what inspired the ending of this match. But we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I must admit the uh, the result shocked me because yeah, we did mention that jo- your, your pick was Joseph Connors. I had thought he was going to be the guy to go it go on to the final. So I've had to rethink my uh, idea of the booking completely now. 
Uh, so, but I thought it was a great match. Mm. Very hard hitting. Mm. And uh, I think he said Mastiff looked fantastic. He looked great. He looked in much better shape than he has done for a while. It's the beard. <laughs> it's a Samson thing. It brings power. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I've, I've liked Dave for a while. I thought, you know, the, the guy is good. I mean, mm. he, needs a, he needs a decent push. He's a good big guy, you know. Very good um, big man. And I, I don't know. I just didn't think he'd be getting it. But maybe, maybe he is. You know, maybe he's shown backstage that with the training and, you know, he's, he's improved a lot. Yeah, and as I say, he it looks like he's improved uh, physically, his shape. He uh, yeah. just he just looked better. He was moving around a bit better, and we just we just mentioned the drop kick when he was off getting a drink. Yeah, you know? <laughs> we, we've got to mention the fact that if you know when you come out for the first match of the night that the match is ending um, with Dragonov, Pete Dunne. Walter and Alexander Wolf. You know you're gonna have to do something pretty hard hitting, <laughs> and they did. They yeah. delivered. It it came out of nowhere though. The, the ending, I felt. You know. Right. So when I went to watch the first set of NXT UK tapings in Cambridge, the second match of the night, I believe, was Kenny Williams versus Joseph Connors. And Kenny Williams did a jumping kick and knocked Connors out completely. <laughs> so I can understand that at some point they're going to have to do a um, either a knockout or a DQ to demonstrate the way that um, the tournament can end in that way. Mm. Um, so I reckon maybe they were inspired by the fact that he knocked himself out before <laughs> um, to do that one this time. You see, because it came out of nowhere, I did genuinely think Maybe <laughs> he knocked him out, did he? And then watching the replays, I was like, well, that's a soft knockout if he did. But yeah. And sometimes was, uh, if you hit the button in the right place at the right time, the true. lights go out. Um, yeah. But yeah, overall decent match. Mm. Uh, yep. And I, as you say, I, I like the knockout finish because it, uh, it gave us you know, something different that we hadn't seen in the yeah. previous two matches and showed that this is one way you can win the match. Uh, you know, it, he could go on a Big Daddy run, couldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's better than Big Daddy, though. Don't, he's don't, damn sight better. <laughs> damn sight better. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, no, they even proved it right at the beginning. In round one, they uh, it started out with some, you know, traditional catches can wrestling and both of them showed that uh, uh, Joseph Connors Moore, uh, certainly in the first round, showed this technical wrestling is certainly, you know, these two, these are both guys who could be stars in in the divisions. Yeah. So uh, fair play and great match, great finish. Uh, I loved it. Uh, I did too. Definitely yeah. my style of match. Really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. Next, of course, was the most controversial part of the night. Oh, yes. But controversial, I know, but a damn good promo. I'm not being funny. Even though I felt uncomfortable and everything, oh, if it wasn't him, it was, 
Stephen, I'm going to say I hated it. I thought it was a dated style of promo. It was just an example of toxic masculinity. And it was... I'm not saying that just because it's him. Um, I just (laughs) felt that as far as promos go, that was dated. I didn't enjoy it. His delivery of it is what I think I liked. The way he the way he talks, the way he delivers his promos, he's uh he's very good. You believe what he's saying, and I think that's what makes it a good promo. I see what Daniel's saying though. So I'm gonna play both sides. I'm gonna play uh Devil's Africa. I'm gonna say I can see where both of you are coming from, where it's both a good and bad. <laughs> You have scrims in your ass sitting on that fence, that man. I am indeed, but uh, but let's let's face it. WWE. You can believe what he says. I, I think I'm going to stick to believing what Hannah Francesca says, and we'll wait and see what finally comes out. That's <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I mean, that's why I was I, say. it was so uncomfortable as well. <laughs> you know, it's. I wish yeah, it, I, I wished it wasn't him. That was. I wish I knew what know. WWE were thinking. Yeah, um, um, we've had Gallas, Wolfgang, obviously. They've never really addressed his uh, situation. The Gallas thing uh, clearly had a Joe Coffey promo and a Joe Coffey images at times. Yeah. And now Jordan Devlin. And let's not forget Felbertine Dream, Austin Theory. Uh, and Lars yes, Sullivan. People want to well, go. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Lars Sullivan. <laughs> People want to go, oh, well, the WWE's fired Jack Gallagher and they fired Paz, yeah. the referee, and the other referee, and uh, one other, tra- uh, Travis Banks. But, you know, that, that that's... That's what you see from the toxic fans right now. Is like, well, if they had done anything, they would have sacked them like they did the others. Well, no, that's not the case all the time because they will protect some and they will bury others. And they've done this throughout their time. You just have to look all the way back to the 80s and Jimmy Snooker. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If the WWE like you, Matt Riddle's another one. That's another name we didn't mention. Now, I'm not saying these guys are guilty because no. I can't. I don't have the evidence. I'm not a judge. I'm not a jury. I'm not the accuser. I'm not the accused. But the fact that there's no transparency here, how hard is it to put out a statement on Twitter to say, we investigated this and found no claims he will be returning on this date? Why well, they did you... that with Valvatine Dream. But yeah. After, what was their investigation? They, they, made the, they made the statement after he had returned. So they yeah, didn't make the statement first. Hmm. They, they, you know, they waited till he had returned and then thought, oh, look, everybody's kicking up a fuss. We better make a statement now. Hmm. You know, it's not hard to make a statement. It's not hard to say, we investigated this. We found no claims. He will be returning on this date. Because that poor lady who is the accuser may have been watching NXT UK. I'm probably sure she probably doesn't anymore just because of uh, her experiences. And if she does, fair play to her. But, you know, if she had been sat watching that and then suddenly there's Jordan Devlin, Mm. 
Yeah, with a big promo, you know, here he is, he's coming back. Yeah, mm. it's that's it's uncomfortable. They I don't know. If there is investigations to be made, then police need to be involved and they are the ones to be doing the investigation. Yeah. Not the WWE. And until they're proven innocent, they shouldn't be on the screen. Mm. And that's that goes across the board for all of them. Yeah. Yeah. You're accused, yeah, and but it's That's, but what some people have said is well, what evidence are they going to give? But what evidence of the guilt? And it can go back and forth and go back and forth. I just think there needs to be more transparency about this, and at least yeah. give people a warning to say this person's returning. But then again, I think well, if they say that, maybe people will tune, won't tune in that week. Yeah, yeah, and I know, I know, I know. Well, you know, if it turns out that he he is innocent in all of this, um. Him being off screen for a while is not going to go against him. You know, he's still mm. getting paid, still got the job, just until it's all fully proven. And then when he comes back, the pop will be bigger. But until that point, you can't, you can't have him on there. Yeah, you can't do it. And I'm a huge George. Well, I'm going to say, I am. I used to be a huge Jordan Devlin fan, and I want to be a Jordan Devlin fan, but right now he has a big dark cloud hanging over his head. Yeah. And that's a shame because he is a fantastic worker. He is a fantastic talker. Uh, he will go on to do great things in the WWE. Uh, I loved his tag team with Scotty Davis in progress. Uh, Scotty Davis, phenomenal. Again, he's been accused as well. So, yeah. yeah. Second match of the night. Second match of the <laughs> night, yes. We now had, we're talking... Oh, sorry. We had a little... We had Carter um, and Smith yeah. backstage. Bumping into... Um, oh, yes. Bonus. Just yes. to give each other a high five and say hey, and I'm completely. Yeah, it was a bit Carter's, weird. Carter's going up against Eddie Dennis next week. Yeah, yeah. Was bit, I thought it was a bit awkward. Did any of you feel like a bit yeah. awkward? Like, yeah. Did they? Uh, um, is it like the tag teams? Why, why are they as tag team partners? Why did they come? I thought these guys were supposed to travel together when they're tag team partners and things like that. It's just suddenly, hey, there's my tag team partner backstage. And he's dressed like pretty deadly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, but yeah. But next week, Eddie Dennis, good to see him back in the ring. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Uh, he had a long layoff with uh, an injury. So definitely good to uh, see him back. And uh We'll see what the injured is. Because I didn't see much of Oliver Carter before. Uh, I, I probably saw about two tag team matches with Ashton Smith, and he looked good. But it'd be he's... nice to see him in the singles match just to really find out what he's like. Yeah. It'd be nice yeah. to see him win. But I don't think he's won. <laughs> I'm, sure he, no, I'm, sure, I'm sure they beat. Uh, the Pretty Boys, and then the uh, Pretty Boys oh, I mean, victory back. Oh, it's the tag right. Yeah, well, yeah, even in singles. I thought, you know, when he when he came on for his debut and they hyped him up with a video for a couple of weeks before, and you're thinking, oh, yeah, this, this guy's going to be good. And he came in and lost his first match, and you think, oh, well, that was... I don't think he's going to beat Eddie Dennis either at the moment. 
No, I don't think he's going to beat Eddie Dennis. Eddie Dennis no. is looking like he's got a big old storyline coming up, and uh, he'll be I getting like, the push. I like what you just mentioned, the fact that he looked like pretty deadly. He, as you say, he was dressed so... Yeah. Could that, uh, that be a line sign? That was used, yeah. Yeah. Could yeah. it be And he was also... He, yeah, well, that's it. And he, he sort of wanted to know what they were saying, wasn't he? he what they said to Eddie Dennis, so... Yeah. So that would be good. That would be good for Ashton Smith. That would be good for Ashton Smith because I think Smith deserves a single run. We said it last week; he was fantastic in that triple, uh, sorry, triple threat two weeks ago, and I think he's better than just being a tag team competitor. I know they're losing, but uh, yeah, he's uh, he could be somebody who could lead the UK brand when the current top stars are finally all over in NXT and NXT UK. I mean, sorry, and the main roster WWE. Could they finally bring Rampage in to be his manager? No, because the one thing that really lacked about Rampage was, was his, his promo and his interviews. Fantastic. Rest his drop kick, Rampage Brown's drop kick for a guy his size to get off his feet and you know deliver a drop kick that's as good as somebody like Randy Orton and a Kazucha Okada. That's phenomenal. And but the one thing that always held him back throughout his career was he wasn't particularly the greatest talker or promo because he just wanted to wrestle. He just wanted to, just want to see him, him in there. We've got Primate in there, bring him Rampage as well. Yeah. He would be great with a manager. Don't let him talk. Just let him there, go in there and kick ass. That's what Rampage. And yeah, again, he could easily lead a British division. In fact, he did for a long time on the UK independent scenes. Yeah. Okay, so where are we? Isla Dawn versus Piper Niven. Stephen Salvin says he did not like this match. Daniel Allen, how did you feel? I felt that it wasn't a strong match for either of them, but it was still an entertaining match. Um, I was able to enjoy it. Um, There were some botches, like you said. Um, It wasn't up to the matches that we've seen recently since we've come back. It's definitely been the first sort of missed I mean, it's not like they haven't wrestled before. I, I, either, I would say it was better than Ginny versus Ibrook's side. Do you think so? Yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah. I, I really felt Zaya, I felt Zaya fell flat in that one. Ginny came out looking pretty good, but Zaya fell flat in that match. She had a great match when in the tag team. This one, I like Isla Dawn. She's mismatched against somebody like Piper Niven. I think there was some style clash issue with the. There, but they have wrestled before uh, plenty of times for it in Scotland. So I did like the fact they mentioned that Piper Niven was the first um, Scottish person to um, headline Curricon Hall. Oh, yes, that was a great little fact from the best color commentator in the business, Nigel McGuinness. <laughs> and also that they were both trained by Killian Dane. Oh, yeah. Uh, now there's a name. That should come back to the UK. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing on NXT. I don't know if he's being used. He's uh, uh, teaming with Rockstar Spud in some terrible feud with uh, the Undisputed Era where he keeps beating up 
Rockstar spud off every time they lose. So it's weird, it's stupid. Yeah, send Killian Dane back over here to the he UK. Came back here. And I know, I know he probably manager. wouldn't know because he's man he's obviously married to the Nikki Cross and yeah. to have them on two <laughs> different continents is not great. But if he was to come back, he's a beast. He he could do so much. And he's significantly he's... less of a beast now. He has trimmed down, I, yes. I Big time. Oh, I, see, I haven't seen NXT for a while, so. But I mean, he's lost a lot of weight. Has he? I mean, I know you yeah. guys did miss it with the Drew McIntyre twenty-four, the chosen one documentary, which mm-hmm. we will talk about next week. Obviously, I did watch it. There is some nice bits about ICW, and uh, you see a lot of these guys, Killian Dane, and so forth, even there. Uh, Seamus back when he was Seamus O'Shaughnessy Seamus SOS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'd like to see Killian Dane back here. Uh, phenomenal guy, great big man. And you've got connections with him and Alexander Wolf, you know, previous insanity members. Yeah. Yeah, oh, you yeah, can so really he... see how he's trimmed down. So Yeah. So I know. Anyway, back to the, the match. See, that's the thing. I was finding more interesting things in the commentary and then picked up my phone and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it wasn't for me. And also, Piper Driver, one of them's got to change. Piper Driver or Tyler Driver, one of them either changed the name or the move because they're both the same. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because, uh, yeah, the Piper Driver is just a Mishinuko Driver. Yeah, and Mishinuku Taka gave it to Zack Saber, so now it is the Zack Driver, <laughs> <laughs> and the Trailer Driver is just a Tiger bomb, not delivered very. Yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. delivered Sorry, differently. Okay, well, well. <laughs> no, they, they, they they are different because the Tyler driver he sets up with almost like going for the pedigree, lifts up, come, come, comes down kind of like a power bomb. Whereas right. the Mishinuku driver is it's basically just a scoop slam, but they drop him more on their head. Yeah, it's kind of like right. it always made me think more of sort of like a scoop slam leading into almost more like a T-bone type um, way of doing it. What was um, who was it? Falcon I Arrow. Sort of like, yeah, scoop slam yeah. Falcon Arrow. You see, yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you know what this shows that I haven't um, played? A WWE game for a long time where I study the moves and know them all off by heart because I need to put my wrestler with the best moves. But yeah, <laughs> moving on. Oi, the, the, did we actually ever have a federation for it? Or did, did we call it anything? Because we literally just oh, had oh, a. Oh, what we, we used to record. Yeah, there was uh it was the you had sixteen characters that you were able to create. So it was me, you, yeah. Jojo, and Len. So we always had four characters each in this yeah. recorded yeah, PlayStation two days. Yeah. I set up uh, my video player pain? to be able to record it. Um I think it was SmackDown two Know your yeah, role. <laughs> No, you're yeah, it could have been no, you're wrong. One of those, yeah, so, uh, yeah. And, my guys, uh, Bison and Ducky G, <laughs> Justice. Justice. <laughs> I remember Justice, and didn't you have uh, Riddick? Yeah, Riddick. Riddick yeah. Ah, oh, those were the. Days. I was always excited because my first name Daniel, my surname Alan, 
are both names that used to be recorded by the commentators. So I could get a proper commentator entrance. <laughs> Daniel Allen, you have to have Stephen Smasher. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last SmackDown game where you caused your characters, if you knew each other by the friendship, they, their char- your characters would be in each other's stories. Yep. Uh, was that 217? 18. No, 18. 17. I really liked your character, Jack Stevenson. That was a great oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Right. Yes. Uh, we had the uh, Trent Seven talking about his... Uh... But we haven't mentioned the winner. Oh, no, we didn't. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Uh, Piper Driver into a one 2 three count. Niven wins, expected it. Should it, have been quicker. It, it, it I mean, I like Isla Dawn. I like her kickboxing. So. I do, but she needs, I don't know, she needs to do a bit more first. Does she need, go, she need she to go to dark win. and heal like Alistair Black? She's, well, she's going that way. Mm. She's seeming to be going to the dark side. She just needs to win they have cookies. matches. They do. <laughs> they do have cookies. Uh, so yes, Piper Niven won the match. Uh, looking strong. Uh, well, it was a it was it was a match. Next up, <laughs> yeah. we had the. Uh, <laughs> it was a match. It was that indeed. Just wanted to point out the obvious. Yeah. Uh, Trent Seven. Uh, it was Kenny Williams. Cubs. Kenny Williams. No, no, it was Kenny Williams training with Amir Jordan. Mm. Yeah. That was it. He was training, saying, I'm getting ready for Trent Seven. And I'm now saying Trent Seven to win it. He deserves it. The old dog, you know, teaching tricks. Yep. I can see um, it. To- my, my revised thing is Trent Seven versus Noam Dar. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's it. And Noam Dar is going to work over Seven me throughout uh, all the six rounds, but. Trent Seven's going to gut it out and yeah. take the belt. Even though Noam Dara is still my pick. Oh, no, no. Actually, Alpha Kid was my kid pick, wasn't it? Dan, you yeah. had Noam Dara. Come on, Alpha Kid. Come on, Alpha Kid. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, you had Kelly Williams first doing a little bit of training. And then pushing after his that, sledge. It went to, yeah, pushing his sledge. Then it went to a recap quickly of reminding us of last week. Um, Flash Morgan Webster being attacked. Mm. Or was it last week or the week before? Whatever. It was. It was last week after his match. Yeah, he got, uh, yeah. and I didn't notice. But did anybody else notice Eddie Dennis? No. Where was Eddie Dennis? If you go back and watch it, top left-hand corner of the screen, there's some stairs going up, and at the top of the stairs, just standing there in his suit, is Eddie Dennis. Because you're looking at the hunt. They're there, going, oh, go, go. And I don't know how, I just thought, oh, Eddie Dennis is in the corner, just standing up there looking on. He's, uh, he's the one. Well he's... spotted. Yeah, go and have another look and you'll see him. Uh, going to have to go and have a look at that. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, so then after the, the quick recap and how I noticed, noticed him, it went on to a video for Trent saying that he needs to, um, you know, He's an old dog, but he's an old dog that can learn new tricks if needs be. And it's like, yeah, go on, Trent. You can do it. I'm all for it now. 
Mm. So How old is Trent? It actually surprises me that he's never competed in a British Rails match. Has he not? No, that's always one of the things he said. He, he hadn't competed in one. Oh, I must have been writing notes at the time that I missed yeah. that. <laughs> uh, that's why you were saying an old dog can learn new tricks. Because that's what he was referring to, the fact that he has never done it. And that really surprised me. Not he's because Trent Seven is old. that old. Well, no, it's not that he's that old, but... He's they, younger than me. Some promotions have still <laughs> run these type of matches on the occasions. They have been special events. And I just thought, given Trent, you know, and the way he carries himself, uh, it just seemed like something he would have done, especially in his own promotion. So, it's, as I say, it does surprise me. And... Yeah. I look for well, uh, as you say, it'll be a great match uh, next week against Kenny Williams. I think we're all agreed that Trent Seven's likely to win. Can yeah, Kenny Williams so. shock us? Can Kenny, 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 He's and break me in two seventy-three years, different ways. He, he's two years older than me, but uh, you never look. God at knows him. how much heavier than you <laughs> and Trent Seven. You would not think that I am literally the same age as Trent Seven. Is it just me, or does Trent Seven have a bit of a Robbie Williams look about him? Yes, yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. I see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. He just reminds me of Robbie. <laughs> Uh, anyway, are you, are you going to make him <laughs> sing for burgers? <laughs> That's a callback to the time I worked at McDonald's, and there was a guy that used to work in the kitchen. No, he no, we were in the kitchen. He'd be out the front asking for burgers, and we made him sing Robbie Williams songs because we thought he was a fat lookalike for Robbie Williams, <laughs> and we called him Blobby Williams. We were cruel, <laughs> really cruel, <clears throat> and he went to, to become Trent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flipping burgers. Would, would would you like to know Trent's real name? Go oh, on. You didn't no 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 because didn't Alan tell us this the first time? Remember he got on here. Oh, what on the first did, yeah. ever episode he named his name and we said never do that. <laughs> yeah. What's his name again? Benjamin Morris Webb. Benjamin Morris Webb. Morris is a great name. Great so storyline wise, he's gonna to have to get his moustache shaved off by somebody at some point. Fair enough. Yeah. Religious, isn't it? It's gotta be done. It. It's, it's, it's a storyline waiting to happen. Is he gonna sh- no. When he turns heel, he's gonna shave uh Tyler Bates beard. You see that's that <laughs> like no more mustache mountain for you. Oh, See, I, I keep thinking those two are going to... One of them's going to turn on the other one. Eventually. What if Heritage Cup, Tyler Bate comes up? We haven't seen him. Where has he, he been? He screws him. I think Tyler Bate, injured, where have you been? Um, Why are you not on our TV? We there, miss you. <laughs> there might be a reason that he's I not been he's on TV. I know it, there were some, but I thought they were cleared. Yeah. There were some allegations put out against Tyler Bate. Mm. Um, 
But wasn't it more being pushy, not actually? Yes. Um, he was mentioning the speaking out things, but I don't know enough about it to say anything else because I genuinely don't. No. Right. Yeah. And we just hope. I don't know what we hope really, just that it's. Anyway, but we miss you, Double Bay. Anyway, great wrestler, great competitor. That leads us on to his British strong style buddy, Pete Dunn, teaming with Ilya Dragunov, two face against Ringkampf. No, sorry, Imperium. Not Ringkampf. Easy mistake. Alexander Fulf and Falter. This match, I just, oh wow, it was it was fucking awesome, you know. Yes, had everything. I haven't seen a match like that for a look. Yeah, so many storylines going left, right, and centre. You got the one between Wolf and Dragonov, Walter, Pete Dunn. I mean, the Walter and Pete Dunn stuff. I was just like, I want them back again in another for a third encounter. Oh, they need they need to go and do them again because just those little bits and I just he hasn't got win over him yet. Though I do think the Tyler Bate Walter match was a better match than the Pete Dunwater match, mm. and they were both great great matches. And yeah, I, I know if I think I'm talking like point one percent better, but yeah, so, uh, I felt that the Pete <clears throat> Dunn match was better. I felt the Tyler match went a little bit too long. Mm. Personally, mm. I can see you two disagree, but I can live with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I think. Like I said, Are you going to sit on the fence now? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> if I'm honest, my memory is crap. The honesty. I, I enjoyed the matches. You mm. know, if you ask me in a few week, few weeks' time, what was my favourite tag team match that I'd seen this month? I probably won't remember this match. I'll be like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I saw That's the new day. On so much great wrestling these days <laughs> that it's hard to remember everyone. Not just. That, but, my memory is awful. I mean, look, I've got notes upon notes for this match because it, it only, I only watched it yesterday. But mm. I, I was. It was for me, it was seeing Dunn and Walter, I wanted another return match for those two. Mm. You know, I, I, I could have watched them all day. I didn't want Dragonov or Wolf to come in, to be mm. fair. I was like, no, stay out. And actually, you know what? I'm gonna say because we've said it a few other times, Pete Dunn is looking in great incredible shape. Yes, ripped. ripped. Yeah. He never used to look like that. It might be his tan. He's got a bit of a tan. He's been in, a, in Florida for a while. You know, he's got a tan and the greased up look. It, it <laughs> helps the definition. But yeah, the guy looks good. Mm. And he's not with a stupid man bun with no socks on. So yeah, <laughs> he doesn't have to worry about sock tan lines. You see, that's, that's, no, where, it's no, all. that's, what, it, right. that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You're uh, gonna get a blister in it. <laughs> athlete's foot. Yeah. But this was a brutal match. It was wonderful. Yeah. I mean, Alexander Wolf when he was working Dragonov's arm, 
I thought he'd actually pulled it out at one point. It, he mm. just flipped it. I thought, ah, ta ta. Yeah. The sort of hyper <laughs> extensions of the elbow. Yeah. yeah. I thought that that's going to go floppy now because it's, it's <clears> no, <throat> stop it. I thought, you know, he'd pulled that arm clear out of that socket. And it wasn't, you know. And it wasn't then, I love the fact they touched on and explained the training, um, the fact that Dragunov was trained by um, Alexander Wolf, so you had that extra level of the storyline there. Over in WXW, um, yep, in their academy. Wolf, Wolf is not the main sort of character in that match. He, he's the lesser known of all four of them. However... I might felt being in the WWE the longest. Yes, yeah. and having the most mainstream exposure. Yeah. I felt yeah. that he was brilliant in this match. He oh, really God, yeah. was. The hatchet man. Yeah. Of Ring Camp Imperium. Mm. I prefer Ring Camp. I've got here, I can't remember how it happened or what ha- Matrix move because it was amazing. Yes, yes that, that was Dragunov, wasn't it? Wow. Yeah, Dragunov just like I think I think it was Wolf was coming in for a clothesline or something, and he's just dropped into like the crab and whoosh, back up again. I was like, "How is he doing this?" <laughs> he turned into Trish, Trish Stratus. <laughs> God, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why have you said that? It's kind of not ruined it, but it's like I was yeah, I was thinking of the girl from the um, uh, Exorcist. I was thinking of that, possibly, <laughs> possibly Bray Wyatt. No, no, you oh, went yeah. straight to Trish Stratus. Trish yeah. Stratus. Although yeah. that Ben, that bridge, everything about that <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, quite incredible. Uh, and as, as was his ode to Constantine, where he does the six one nine. Of what was it? This, this, I'm going to have a go at Nigel Guinness. Don't ever say. Six one line again because that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just call that move the ode to Constantine because that's what it was called originally. Close so there was um, there the, the, there was crowd noise pumped into all three matches this week. Mm. Quiet crowd noise. Yeah, and yeah. I'm glad it was quiet. Because you always get the nice things. I always try and pick out little bits that I hear. Um, this week I heard them saying, get off the beard, when he was pulling on um, Max's beard. <laughs> but what you heard and what you enjoyed in this match, it's got to be Oof. the slaps. Oh, God, those My... slaps. His chest. Mm. His chest at the end. God, it was definitely blood was tripping in and out of his dress by the end. It was a wee bit raw. Poor, it was, poor it was so up. raw that the paws were bleeding. I look at that though, and I think he goes home after doing his job of fake fighting, and he can't lay down on his front because that's going to hurt. It probably hurt to put a t-shirt on. <laughs> when when he was looking awful. down, he wasn't checking to see if he was bleeding. He was checking he still had two nipples. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. God, the oh, way. okay, because we, we, we've said it before. What Walter does is not genuine masterpiece wrestling. What Walter does is simple things really, really well. What Walter does is illegal. 
If I went out <laughs> to someone in the street and did that, I would be in prison. <laughs> it, it reminds me of Mick Foley's biography when he was saying about the time when he finally got to see Terry Funk's great left hand. <laughs> and he found the secret was he hit you as hard as he could. <laughs> I mean, uh, I told Dan about this earlier. The, I am literally calling episode four of T and Tights. Ouch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that. So yeah. that's what it was. Ouch. Yeah, my, I've got one line here. Ilya chest is pummeled to fuck! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! <laughs> These are my notes to remind me. I didn't need to be reminded of that. To be fair. No, I don't think that. That, that... Have, have you seen the clips where they've taken out all other audio? <laughs> so they, they, they've <laughs> taken out all the, every other sound apart from the slaps, the thunder claps. Oh my god, it was just ridiculous. Mm. It was, uh, oh. <laughs> I just thought... I just uh, I'm just else. having a look at Jack oh. Starr's Twitter page. Oh, I remember oh. his one, the handprint. Yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah. looking at the picture of um, Dragunov's chest, and it's just nasty. Oh, nasty. That's, just, that's gonna hurt <laughs> for days. But it's all fake, but, isn't it? Yeah, I know. But then, like, I think he almost got killed as well, Dragunov. Maybe oh, that suplex. Dragon sleeper suplex, yeah. That was dirty. His neck and head, I was like... Just dropped him right on his head. Yeah, seriously, they need to be told it's fake. I really do think they need to be told it's fake because they were going to kill him. Hmm? It's that poor Dragunov. <laughs> the, um, the, the sound is if you go onto Twitter, onto WWE on BT Sport... Um, you can then hear the um, the slap. Oh, oh. <laughs> that sounds like a whip, doesn't it? It's a whip crack. Oh. Yeah, that that one was um, nasty. Yeah, yes, but yeah. This, this match did have it all, didn't it? You know, you had a few <laughs> near misses, near falls. You know. It, oh. Yeah, yeah, it was just great wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I, I love yeah. tag team wrestling, and this was great mm. tag team wrestling. So, because well. it didn't have well. to be. Sorry, I'm just going to point out for tag yeah. team wrestling, it didn't have to be insane double team moves every five minutes where all four people are in the ring when they shouldn't be in the ring. It was just four guys tagging in and out properly. None of these stupid tag team moves, just kicking the crap out of each other. I've, I think there was one double team move by Dunn and Dragunov. That I there there were no the Tope Suicidas. Nope. There was no three right. people waiting for one person to jump on them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, there was a, a Walter powerbombing Dragunov into... Pete Dunn, or was it the other on way to, around? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, it was, it, no, it was Dunn Walter, on to... Pete Dunn onto Dragunov. Yeah, because he had him in a triangle, didn't he? Out at the time. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, just lifted him and whap. <laughs> no, it, it's... Just... It is a brutal, brilliant match. Um, definitely five stars for me. Four fantastic 
wrestlers in their own right put together in just a fantastic match. The Fantastic Four. I think that is a five sugar lumps in our tea and tights teacup. <gasps> I love it. That's going to be our new rating system. How many sugar lumps? Yeah. <laughs> sugar lumps. But if you put five sugar lumps in my tea, I may fuck slap off. You. That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I drink tea anyway. Uh, Two sugars or one sugar and a teaspoon of honey. Sweets for my sweets. So the the um the ending of the match. Yes. I was surprised as hell. Me too. Surprised as hell. One, the fact that uh Ilya Dragonov didn't just bounce off water. (laughs) (laughs) Other than that, I'm just surprised that water lost and clean. But but you know what that means. He's gonna be, yeah, of course. (laughs) I I never thought Ilya Dragonov was gonna take the title, not at this time. Uh that is gonna be left for a, a unification match between NXT and NXT UK champions, Finn Balor and Walter. That will be really? when Walter loses his title. What, 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 not lose yeah, to, to anybody well, else. Yeah, but was... well, what if they do a unification, what are you saying? Goodbye, NXT UK? No, 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 no. He'll hold both titles. And then obviously somebody will eventually be in for one of those titles to bring the title back to the UK. It'll be it'll be um, a unification at a unification at Worlds Collide, and then you'll have the UK pay per view a month later, where it'll come over whoever wins, defends and drop the UK one, but not the full NXT one. No, I don't. I wouldn't Worlds Collide. You know, when I'd, I'd do it Survivor Series, I would give NXT UK versus NXT Champion versus... is not going to allow Although... NXT UK <clears throat> any time on a main. Hey, Walter was in well, Survivor Series. Yeah, but not for the title. No, but... He was fighting for NXT. Yeah, but but it's gonna be it's gonna be NXT titles, isn't it? It's not gonna be. He was titles. in the Rumble and showed well against Lesnar. Walter has outright stated on many occasions that he he's will not... not move to the USA. Yeah, he's not gonna go on the main roster, and that's a shame. No. But fair, you know, that's not. his choice. I don't mind because I'd happily the way of War and SmackDown is. Although SmackDown is looking to is slightly getting better. I don't want them on the main roster because I'm enjoying them in this. And, mm. you know, it's it would be a shame to lose this product. Yes, okay, it refreshes it every now and again. Should they go to a two-hour format or keep the one-hour no. format? One one hour. Hour. I like the one-hour format too. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the, one of the <laughs> things that really bugs me about wrestling at the moment is they're too bloody long. Yeah, I mean, Raw needs to go back to two hours. Basic pay per views should be three and a half hours at most in WrestleMania. But they have been doing that recently. Hours at most. Uh, the mo- not well, even that. Five hours including the pre-show. Mm. Well, it's too long. It? A couple of the last pay per views have been shorter than an episode of Raw. Yep, but they they are dropping the pay per views. Which just but... seems silly, doesn't it? Well, I mean, why is Raw? It's Raw's <sighs> like a pay per view every bloody month, and it's it's. I think that that's the problem with storylines; just they can't fill it up. Well, we don't TV. need the pay per views. 
a pay-per-view, the whole point of it was you would blow off your long-term storylines. Then slowly but surely, pay-per-views became more common, going from four to six to 10 to 12 to, I think at one point, WWE had 15 in one year. That's ridiculous. Um, yeah. But we don't have the storytelling we just end up having the weekly shows going on and on and just having the same weekly show pay-per-view matches. Mm. That's because that's where their money is now. That's where they get their big, big money is from the TV because they but sell it, the network for nine ninety nine. Exactly. You're not get your money from your pay-per-views. So. And that's why NXT previously had had so much better storytelling because their NXT takeover shows were less common. And that's why you have more time to build it up and people got into their wrestlers. I think and NXT why... has ruined itself by going to two hours. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think, I think uh, even NXT now, yeah, it's, it's just too long. I think two <sighs> hours is perfect for big wrestling shows, but the smaller shows I don't think should be an hour. And well, that, goes, I... that goes to independent shows as well out there. Don't have a five-hour show. Yeah, yeah. AEW, I mean... stop it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, NXT got bad. Um, not bad, but started to decline in quality once AEW showed up because then it was all about the ratings war. And mm. it's like trying to recreate the Monday Night War. Bollocks. Just don't. Do what you're doing. To do Tuesday. Doing. It did really well on the Tuesday. and Yeah. Well, put it back on the fucking network and just leave it on there. And I'd watch it. But right now, it's a week behind, and I don't want to because I get spoilers, so I don't end up watching it. Yeah. I don't have BT Sport. Although, I, I mean, I will still watch wrestling with spoilers because if a match is good, a match is good. doesn't matter. It's already predetermined anyway. Even I'm saying it as the man who always claims that it's a sport. Yeah, but I see, I can't, I can't watch. So it. I, I, can't. I can go and watch. I know you lack. There is the lack of the drama because obviously you know yeah. who is going to win. But uh, I, you know, I'm a bit more of a somebody who just uh, loves the wrestling pure. So I love wrestling, <laughs> so I will watch. Yeah, but it's but it's NXT still, it's, has bored me I, the last few weeks. But yeah, to but the I, point where I don't watch it. But this is what I'm saying with the. With the I'm just going back to the spoiler bit. The drama intensifies it. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah, I, like that match there. If I'd known who'd win, yes, it was a quality match. I could probably go and watch it again now, but I wouldn't have that same effect that it's had not knowing the results. You know what I mean? You'd... Yeah. No, no, I can see. I definitely see where you're coming from, and I understand that because we talked about it last week. The difference between Alpha Kid and Flash match versus Noah and Dar and Wolf match, where their match had more drama mm. and it was better in that aspect, whereas the other match was a better wrestling match, but it lacked that sports entertainment drama factor, which mm. is why Dan went with uh, Noah being the previous match being better, and I chose Alpha Kid's match. <laughs> <laughs> Because I refuse to call him a kid. <laughs> and the other thing that I'll point out now is all three of those matches have been different. Mm. You've had your technical masterpiece with a kid. You've had your entertainment with Noam Dar. 
and then you've had your mercilessly beating the living crap out of each other. Um, <laughs> Mastiff and... Yeah. Okay, so... to see what next week's match will be like. Indeed. Comedy. I think yeah, we should yeah. probably wrap it up, so we're going to go through each match. Okay, so... Mastiff versus... Connors. Connors. How many sugars in your tea? Oh, I'd say three sugars. I'm going to go four. I'm going to go three and a half. <laughs> you love that fence. I love that fence. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, next match. Piper Niven versus Isla Dawn. How many sugars in your tea? I had a coffee instead. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Uh, two and a half. And finally, uh, Salem gave it his rating already, but uh, yeah. the big main event tag match, how many sugars in your tea? Five beautiful lumps of sugar. Yep, I agree. Five lumps. I can't disagree. Five lumps. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not just talking about Dragonov's chest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then um, the uh, whole week as a whole, this week's show, how many sugars in your tea? Ooh. Four. It, it, yeah. Four. I was four go three, I'm going three and three quarters. I'm, just going, I'm going four. And I want to see you manage to separate a t- sugar lump into quarters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's some precision work. Okay. There, well, we've been Andy. Uh, you can follow me on GB. GB Ataku82 on Twitter. You can check out my articles on bodyslam.net. You can also check out uh, my Kuru Media on Twitter. Uh, I... Oh, go on, Dan, after you. Well, I was leaving, you know, the boss through the end. But... Oh, um, right, okay. <laughs> um, Andy, just quickly. Um, in our four episodes in so far, some people might be wondering what a great British attacker is. Okay, so uh, the uh, attacker is a Japanese word for... It basically means geek. It's nerd, geek, that type of thing. So, And due to my thing, as I am British, I am great British, and I am a Japanese pop culture nerd fan, so I am the great British attacker. Excellent. <laughs> and I can be found at, well, shh, I can't even remember me on Twitter. This is good. Um, I normally have Dan. this all prepared and ready to go. <laughs> Garden City Dan, that's the one. I've hmm. actually put some wrestling stuff up this week as well, as opposed to just normal political stuff. <laughs> there we go, Twitter active. <laughs> And you'll find me, Stephen Souten. I'm on Twitter at WhateverMan. And I'm also in the, and run the Facebook group, My Big Fat Geek Life. And I'd just like to say that this show has been brought to you this week by Andrew Moore's Fencing Company. <laughs> <laughs> I am sitting on the fence. All the time. Indeed. I I didn't know you sold fences. (laughs) I thought you only sold chairs. (laughs) Check out my articles on bodyslam.net. Thank you very much for joining us. We've been free men. 
drinking tea and talking about men in tights. This has been Tea in Tights. <laughs>